self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for a wonderful fantastic episode uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and i can be found at red underscore calamity and we have a guest in the house we have a guest in the house would you like to introduce yourself my good sir it is me once again your meat positivity ambassador colin yay you already know. I look right on right in. I got it for you, Red. No matter what, it's coming somehow. Somehow, we might have a we might not have a pun today, but the the words "meat" and "positivity" will make an appearance. Great, that's great. Oh. Hey, we got Colin here, so today we're doing an all Reddit letter episode. Yes. So that we can have some dialogue about random different things, because that's what we do best. People and their fuck shit. Essentially, yes. So, so Red, you might as well kick it off. Let's see what a goat. Um, <clears throat> get a really good one from the first one. Um, I mean, this one's short, but I just I feel like a lot of people feel this way, and I'm like. Okay, let me just read it. The title of this is My Boyfriend is Suddenly Racist? With a question mark. Is he suddenly racist? Suddenly oh. racist. We could <laughs> have a suddenly. whole show on on that alone. <laughs> like, how you become suddenly racist? You, okay. This started mostly this year, but my boyfriend has been watching a streamer known as Gypsy Crusader and almost worships the ground he walks on. He calls my cousin a race traitor because she's white with a black man. He gets very defensive and angry when I say something that doesn't support his newfound racist beliefs. He's making himself paranoid saying the race war is coming and shuts himself inside all day. I don't know what to do. He's using racial slurs and trying to convince everyone Hitler is the best thing best thing since garlic bread i really need help on how to address this but i don't know how to any advice would help girl run what do you mean <laughs> address it <laughs> address it how <laughs> so i'm out. a so yeah so i was i'm on my got my phone here i'm googling this dude you said gypsy crusader yes um his uh I this, I, this can't be real. <laughs> what does he do? What's his claim to fame? He just posts like really bad, um, like really low quality videos on his on his Twitter account. Like, a, like I guess, like it's like a bunch of stuff, like like weird videos of like Benjamin Netanyahu and like he really doesn't like Jewish people apparently. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely guy. He's got some video on here about oh, George Floyd. Just, is he just a like Joker? Is that him? Oh, he's, this, this dude is uh yeah this this dude is like he's this has got to be like some mental health shit. <laughs> what, so like, what does that say about her boyfriend? That if this is some mental health shit for the Gypsy Crusader that he's jumped on board all of a sudden, it's like. 
Man, That's you know, people scary. people grow up with those personalities that is looking for something very specific. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes they find it in the weirdest fucking places. Like the Gypsy Crusader? Yeah, like, yeah. what does Gypsy Crusader offer a, what we'll assume, a healthy person? And why would they take the bait on some bullshit? It's... Uh, because something dormant inside of them said that this is what I need. Wow, I liked it. Like the people that the the content that you really like. Why do you like it? It resonates with you. You have found some. Of, I mean, there's something in it that draws you to it. But I, the whole he's suddenly well, racist. Yeah, that's yeah. hold on, hold on. Like what? What is um? This don't apply to you. So, but Rick Colin. Why do you like the porn that you like? Do you know why? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm serious. Like, so I'm, I'm some, interested to see where you're going with with this on this. Well, on this. Well, I saw. I saw like so. I don't know when I grew. I don't know nothing about porn, but at a certain point, I saw some very specific porn. And I was like, I like this better, <laughs> you know. And my cousin. I probably shouldn't have said. I'm not gonna finish that because I said my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, look, I meant right. to say somebody I know. Um, Use the chat. Put the put the put the type in the chat so that way you don't have to reveal everything on your okay. show. But because it'll help put the context into what the story you're about to tell. <laughs> While he's doing that, yeah. Now and, and so he told me about that, and I was like, huh. And so I'm just saying, like, there is this, like, unknown component to when we like something about why we like it. Or either we just utterly don't have access to the context behind why we like this person so much. Like, when you follow a person on Twitch or when you follow a YouTuber, like, it's 50 other people that do the same shit. But, like, that person caters to you. And so... I mean, we just on the good side of that shit. Think about QAnon motherfuckers and all them Trump supporters and shit. They've been waiting for some crazy motherfuckers to come out (laughs) and be like, you know, hey, it's a conspiracy theory. We need to kill Trump. They're like, get the guillotine, honey. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, what the... So, we gonna... So, we'll we'll have an off-air discussion about (laughs) what you put in the chat. (laughs) But, uh... I see what you're saying, because so because so first of all, can we go back on that story? Who who's who wrote who wrote it? This is a girlfriend, and her boyfriend is black. No, they're both white. He but he's been calling her sister, who's dating a black man, a race traitor. I okay, I see, I see. Okay, okay, because that that part I was like, it didn't make sense. So okay, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think I think what Mr. On Point is saying is right, which is he's probably always been a racist. Like he just he's not know. suddenly a racist. No. <laughs> but it was he at least had the wherewithal like most racists usually do to like live on stay under the rock that they live under for the most part. You know what I mean? Cause it cause it's objectionable. Racism is objectionable. We all like well, even though like, you know, our in the United States it is our our chief primary export is racism but <laughs> but but it's 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 objectionable, like it's unacceptable, you know. Society at writ large across the world has decided that discrimination and stuff like that is not acceptable. So people tend to live under that rock. 
until like on point said that one person for whatever reason speaks to you and i don't understand why that type of people have that type of hold on people i mean i have a big theory about all that stuff like the q and stuff and everything too but um i feel like it's usually like they're like the other you know the the so this boyfriend in this instance is probably you know he probably grew up he probably either had some sort of personal trauma right like he was dating a jewish woman and then she broke his heart and then it went to the extreme like it went all the way to the to the extreme it, like for some of us maybe you know you might be dating somebody with who wore like me or or on point you might date somebody that had weave all the time and so and then she was mean and then you'd be like man i ain't dating no girl with no weave no more or for red you might date some dude you know with a gray shirt and then be like i ain't dating gray shirts no more, or whatever <laughs> it is right so but this dude probably took it to an extreme where it's like he he instead of just deciding not to date women that for whatever reason they broke out right maybe she just didn't you know whatever instead of picking that as the reason to then narrow your focus on like what you like for reasons that aren't anti-semitism this motherfucker decided i'm gonna go full in on anti-semitism so yeah run that's what yeah like what you said run yeah just like block his ass you know i got a question for y'all at what point in y'all's life as black people did y'all realize that was that there were other whites than just white like i grew up not knowing shit about no jewish nothing wait there are well, I'm just saying, like, clearly, like, white goddamn level. But I just, I never knew about the Jewish community enough to hate it at all at any point in my upbringing. Like, I think hating the Jewish community is white people shit, you know, except for when yeah. black people co-opted the, or that yeah. nation of Islam shit, like, it's fair. not even when you learned about the Holocaust, you didn't realize that there was a difference? No, I didn't like. I never. No, like, you probably felt that Jewish people was like an ethnicity too, which is what we kind of are taught growing up. You know. What yeah. I mean? Yeah, like I knew the Holocaust had Jewish, but I didn't know that. I just didn't know that it was likely Jewish people in my school and yeah. you know yeah. Jewish parents, and I just didn't know that. Same with Italian. I didn't know like all these different sub white cultures. I just you know, and so that's what like with the. I guess with the anti-Semitic stuff, it's like I just never knew about Jewish people enough to like hate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be like, what? Like, why people hate these folks? Well, a lot of the people that hate them probably don't understand why they hate them. They hate them because that's what they've been taught to do, or well, that's what yeah. they, you know been passed down. They don't fucking know either. They have no idea why. It's- you also, like most of the people doing the hating have like no culture. Yeah, Does that like yeah. How dare you have something that identifies you? Like the, you know, Nazi Germany was that was like real systemic and like real like like world like like otherworldly like historic evil type stuff. But like after that, when you really like when you think about it, like thinking about the people that are out here hating black people, hating Latinos, people you know, hating gays and lesbians, like hating the Jews. There, it's always a usual, you know, white folks. You know, sorry for the the white folks who are listening to this. but they're usually the who have no culture whatsoever. Like yeah. they have no heritage that they can reach to. You don't ever hear about like, you know, you I remember one time I was living in New York, we went to the Swedish Midsummer Festival. It was like down by Battery Park. And it's like all these Swedish immigrants and people got together and did like their 
whatever they do in Sweden. They have like a giant cross made out of flowers and like a weird like look like a voodoo doll, like a real like like eleven foot tall like man and like farmer's clothes. Like this shit was weird. <laughs> but like they had like all their own food and like they had music and they were doing all them little folk dances and like and I was out there. It was like me and a couple people it was like the only black people there. And like we're looking at this thing, at all these people doing and the food was actually fire too. That was the other thing. So it's not all white people can't season their food. But there comes the culture part of it, right? Which is like yeah. they actually had like culture. They had like some traditions like that go stretch back to their homeland. Mm-hmm. I can't picture those people hating other people because well, number one, because of how nice they were to all of us too. But then it's just it it just feels to me like when you have like very specific cultural traditions that you tend to be interested in other people's cultural traditions and try to swap and trade and like integrate different things. So whereas like, you know, when you just grew up in rural Georgia or South Carolina or Washington state here, like out here, like Eastern Washington is, Ooh, man, (laughs) they don't have no culture. They have nothing. They have nothing to reach to You know, their, their tradition is, you know, I guess what watching the Super Bowl and drinking Bud Light and, you know, which somebody listening right now is probably mad, like, oh, that's what, like, these are real racist. Do, if you are listening and you understand what I'm doing by saying that, doesn't that sound ridiculous to be stereotyped in that way, right? <laughs> so, like, that's where, like, the, the, that's where the stupidity of that kind of stuff comes in. So, yeah, man. Motherfuckers be like, I'm not racist. Black people are just all criminals. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Like, people don't understand what racism means. I think people, motherfuckers, think that racism means they choking a the black, they putting a black people <laughs> head on the water until the, bu- the, wa- the bubble stop. That's or they're running mean. around saying the N word left and right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like, you have to say the thing to be racist. And so yeah. it's like, unless you unless you said it, then it's like, well, I'm not, you know, I never said that. I'm not racist, but, you know, it's just genetic predisposition to criminal activity. And it's like, what? Like, that's <laughs> How about racism is. So much worse to me than the yeah. overt. Like oh. I hate. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so much worse. I I much rather know you, that you're gonna call me a nigga to my face than for it to be these people hiding in the shadows. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. So to this young lady who wrote this letter, right. I say, um, there's so there's only so long you can be in proximity to somebody who got some bullshit ass racism before you start. Being an enabler and or just a fucking co-racist, goddamn. That's <laughs> what it sounds like you are. You're a co-racist because you're allowing this motherfucker to have these thoughts and you still with him. What redeeming qualities does this motherfucker have for you to stay with him through what is this developing racism? You know, like if, if a motherfucker, if he woke up in this morning and y'all went on a walk and went to Walmart. Or went to McDonald's and y'all saw a lady with a baby. He punched the shit out the baby. <laughs> like, are you you're gonna be like, oh, my boyfriend? What's wrong with him? No, you should be like, okay, this motherfucker has lost it. I'm out of this relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you let a motherfucker know you serious about that shit changing, like if you woke up, if if that, and when y'all was sleep, you got up in the middle of the night and hit that motherfucking head with a bat and said, this racist shit is stupid. Then he gonna know the shit ain't right, and you gonna have professed that you don't fuck with racism. And if he's still racist after that, then you don't need to be with a motherfucker that can take that kind of hit and still be racist, you know. But like, you gotta get out of this situation. This motherfucker is going down a rabbit hole of bullshit that you ain't gonna be able to do nothing about. And this is another shit about your sister. <laughs> well, 
I guess so. I was thinking about it's it's passively about him, but it's directly about her. It's a race yeah. trainer. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> but this is my other theory. I, my other theory, and I see this with kids that I work with, and this is a part of the reason why in therapy we can't talk about our own personal shit. You know, like people walk, people come to counseling broken, looking for some new shit to believe. And when they don't, um, we don't have, we don't, we can't do that because if I be like, if they be like, oh, my life is broken, and I be like, well, Democrat, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, Democrat. You can't do that shit. And I think that there are some people that just are these blobs of floating ass motherfuckers <laughs> that are looking for shit to believe that matches with that. I don't know why I'm attracted to this person. And the way that they met that person might might have been, they might have said, why the chicken cross the road? Just a regular joke. And then, it, you know, they'd be like, oh, I like these people jokes. And then at a certain point, it'd be like, you know, Jewish people should die, you know, and it'd be like, oh, but I like this person. But those people that have that like mentality where they would adhere to somebody's thoughts, even if they problematic because they like them. I think that they just looking for something to believe and they ain't found nobody that was convincing enough for them to believe that shit. You know, and that's go that's opposite the resilient people in the world who kind of create their own paths and believe what they believe because it makes sense. That's I think that's how you can have QAnon. I that's how you can have conspiracy theories. That's a, like it's somebody who believe everything. <laughs> that, that's stupid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's like I think it's vulnerable people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's that the that's the opposite path of what I'm saying. I'm talking about the opposite path of what you're talking about. I think like that trauma creates the vulnerable people. Yeah. 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 It's either that or they're just vulnerable. Just generally, they just feel like they're overlooked. You know, I have a friend back in oh, New yeah. York. I work with, she's like 40 and 48, 49 years old. She's an older, older woman, former coworker. Her dad became like a full on make America great again, whatever. And like, they grew up in like a, little community up in in uh massachusetts like real democratic you know what i mean everybody's nice like real it was a little diverse community the, the church they had like one church and the church was all black and brown people and the white people all together you know what i mean they all went to that church like so i was telling her like you know some people that are vulnerable that way like he's had no real trauma right like he was like the you know out there going and going downtown and serving at the soup kitchen for, you know, homeless black folks in the inner city, you know, in near like, uh, like, like wherever it was, or maybe it was Connecticut, but either way, it doesn't matter somewhere up there in new England, right. Where he was doing all this, all this stuff throughout his life, like that kind of person. And then later on, you know, he's in his seventies or whatever, and he gets caught up in this rabbit hole. And like, what I was saying is like, I feel like for the folks that don't have that trauma, that kind of sends them down that path. There's just some people who just never feel like they fit in to anything. Um, and I think that's how a lot of this QAnon and all this stuff kind of got spun up, too, that you end up getting people like this gypsy whatever guy, this crusader guy, where even even people, that's this is why I was wondering when we were looking at that insurrection at the Capitol, and there's that one picture of that brother standing in the middle that of it. poor little black boy. And I'm like, how did the people are like, how the hell does this dude get there? And I'm like, I'm going to tell you exactly how. Because he probably was, he felt like he was overlooked other or whatever. And there's like also entry points to it too that like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the incel stuff where like, you know, they feel like they deserve to have the girl that they want that was in their biology class and as a freshman in college or whatever. And then like she just, you know, for whatever reason, she's not interested or whatever. They take that 
hurt similar to that same trauma or whatever it is and internalize it until they find that group that says, no, you belong here. Yeah, because we're all the same, too. And we deserve it, too. And you can join us and we're finally going to come back and we're going to we're going to show them who all the real men are or who the real women are or who the real blah, 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 name it. Right. Whoever that, you know, when they and that's how those people kind of get together under that banner and then end up creating Twitter accounts like this and then accusing their their sister-in-law, whatever she is, of being a race traitor, which is like. Bro, you're a traitor to the entire human race with that shit that you're posting on Twitter, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, Hitler? Really? You? Really? <laughs> well, what is this? This is 2021. So let's see, 20 years. I'm going to do some easy, some quick math. 20. It's 20 plus 60. 80 years. 80 years ago, we fought a war against that motherfucker, and the whole world participated, and the whole world decided that ain't cool. And now you out here 80 years later posting them on your page talking about he got he know the truth <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> and that goodbye is what your girlfriend should what she need to be telling them exactly run yeah. ma'am i think is the general consensus get the fuck out of there um because you don't know like my you know y'all know i'm real you know i don't trust people and so my concern would be how far down the rabbit hole he's going to go and where mm-hmm. you're going to end up in that. So I would get the fuck out as soon as possible because there's not as far as what you can say to help. You can't. When people have such irrational beliefs as these, what are you going to combat that with? Because the shit is already ridiculously irrational. What are you going to say to him that he's going to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Means nothing. Yeah. You're eventually going to put yourself in a situation where you have only bad decisions. Like, yep. He gonna show up with a black person in the trunk, and now you either got to be an accessory or a snitch. <laughs> Nobody want to make them decisions. <laughs> Get out of this shit now. <laughs> yep. Oh shit. Okay. Well, that was that was my beginning one. Who's next? Me or or Miss On Point? I'll do it. I'm gonna let y'all choose between the ones I can do. Uh, all right. Cause they're all gonna be terrible. I know you. You got that smile on your face. <laughs> My girlfriend makes her vagina talk to me and will not stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. We definitely need to, to do that one. Let's hear the other one, though. My we might boyfriend, have to do an extended show and do both. We of might them. have to do both of them. My boyfriend needs to pee in every room of our apartment every week to feel secure. Okay. Oh, we doing both of these. <laughs> yeah, we what doing do both mean? of these. And, and if we run out of time, toilet? listen, if we run out of time and we don't get to mine, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll send this one, the one that we talked about before, as a letter for next week because we definitely do both of those. Okay, let's go ahead and do this. My God, my girlfriend makes her vagina talk to me and will not stop. She's amazing, (laughs) cute, funny, emotionally self-aware, great communication skills, everything I've ever wanted. She's also (laughs) perky and dorky. Hold on, I'm sorry. Great communication skills, man. (laughs) Sorry. Contradiction, bit of a contradiction there. Bit of a contradiction. She she communicate well with her mouth and her pussy. But anyway, I'm not doing this with you. Finish reading. You just mad because I said pussy. (laughs) Okay, she is also quirky and dorky, which is new for me, but I enjoy it. After a lifetime of dating bad bitches, I will now forever endorse dating dorks, except this one thing. She thinks it's incredibly funny to manipulate her vagina and provide a voice for it. 
I would be just minding my own business, playing video or working on my laptop or whatever, and then boom, hey, handsome, how's your day? Are you hungry? I bought Cheez-Its. There she is, dressed, hiked up, no panties, both hands gripping her vulva a foot from my head and making her lips talk to me in this horrible, high-pitched, Grover-esque Muppet voice. Damn. That's it. That's all he said? That's it? There wasn't yeah, like, a, what do I do? Mm-mm. Nope. That's it. Um, is he just letting us know his word? Oh, no, 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 wait. Somebody posted the rest of it. That wasn't it. I thought it was funny. The first half dozen times, I probably faked it a dozen more. Now, I can't even fake a smile. It's just not funny anymore. I've tried explaining that it wears me out many times to no avail. I think she views my protest as success of some sort. It's never ending. Mr. Muppet will not die, and at this point, it affects how I view her genitals sexually, as in, I don't anymore. Vaginas are not that pretty to begin with. Making the meat flaps yell at me in a shrill voice is even worse. (laughs) Her vagina doesn't turn me on as a visual anymore because even when I'm horny as hell, I just see a Muppet. Hell, I could be going down on her and she could be moaning and thrashing and I'm getting into it and in my head I hear, hey, sexy man, that feels amazing. And I'm soft. (laughs) Fuck, man, I adore this girl. I will totally marry her. I will adapt and live with this by sheer force of will, but God, I'd rather not. Advice. Update. (laughs) Thanks for the super helpful input on my relationship equivalent of a first world problem. Wait, I realized, you updated, yeah, wait, 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 yeah. You okay, let's okay. Talk let's let's talk about it, then we'll see what what they. Okay, what we'll see what <laughs> So okay, I was okay, not you go ahead. I wasn't expecting that. Uh, when you <laughs> when I saw talking, I thought like I went immediately to like yin yang twins, <laughs> like air <laughs> going in and like sound. <laughs> That's what I went to. I did not know that he meant she literally was like. <laughs> that's what I, I. That's what I thought it was. I, that's uh, what I thought it was. So that is disturbing and fucking weird. And you cannot say she's a good. She's great at communication, but you've told her that this is bothering you. She's still fucking doing it. That is a contradiction. That's not how that works. Um, it's weird, and I. One, I'm not offended by him saying that, but I think all genitalia looks fucking weird. I think it serves a purpose. I appreciate it. Okay. Dicks are amazing. However, they they're not the most appealing looking things in the world. They're just not. When you get a picture from when you yeah, when you get a picture from somebody, you don't want it to be that. No. But 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 still (laughs) on a scale of ugly shit, there's some of it that look better than the other one. Like line up all the ugly shit, one of them looks more like, okay, of all the uglies, this one looks less ugly. Yes. I have seen a a penis that looked better than other penises. It's still a penis at the end of the day, but it did you know, it was better than other penises. And I'm sure vaginas are the same way. I've only ever seen mine. (laughs) But I'm sure this is the same thing. Um, but I mean it makes it that would be weird. That would be weird. It would be very difficult for me to continue being sexually active without seeing a Muppet, too. Because it's like, <laughs> what if somebody that you adore to the level that he adored his woman did that with their penis hole <laughs> next to your face? Like, yeah, or like Ace Ventura, they start talking to you with their butt cheeks. That's what I, that's like the that's where my first when you when you said that, that's where my mind went immediately. It was the old Ace Ventura pet detective, yeah, talking in the with his cheeks, and I was like, I know, I guarantee that's what she's doing. I guarantee she's walking up, <laughs> grabbing the labia majora and the labia minora, and she's making it do this. <laughs> Listen, regardless of how much I adore him, me adoring him means that I would try to like 
talk to him about how this is impacting me and how this ain't gonna fucking work, right? I wouldn't just like be like, this is weird, I'm leaving. That's what me adoring. Me adoring him does not mean that I'm just gonna put up with this fucking shit. Like, no, you're not gonna whip your dick out and have it talking to me while I'm trying to pay my taxes. I'm sorry, I can't deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it, I'm sorry. So like me, my adoration, cause you know, I don't give a shit. Like I'll stop talking to people very easily. Okay, my adoration for him would mean that I would be willing to try to work through this and get him to fucking stop. But it would not mean that I'm just going to put up with a penis next to me. I'm sorry. We're not doing that. You better yeah. get your life together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's, it's, it's one of those things where, like, they talk about, like, in, in therapy and stuff like that. Or it's almost like we talk, I talked about this. I, so, you know, the, whether the audience knows this or not, I mean, I actually go to therapy regularly myself because I think everybody should. But um, I talked to my therapist specifically about my baby mama. And my baby, my baby mama, uh, we have determined, is more likely than not suffers from bi- uh, borderline personality disorder. Oh, you poor thing. And one of the things that we've talked about is like how you when you interact with somebody with BPD and you're like you're trying to not validate certain behaviors and stuff like that, because it's that that even and you might even not be like doing what is a regular person's validation of a behavior It's just any kind of reaction or response whatsoever actually validates said behavior. I think that's what might be happening here a little bit where. Yeah, he's right. The more that he tries to bring it up and everything else, she's gonna keep doing it because she gets what she wants, which is a, a response. If he would just stop altogether and you know, perhaps it would start to tail off over time. But I think that he's I mean, you shouldn't have to do that, especially about a talking vagina. Like, come on now. Like, but but like you but I but that's probably what what you know, my advice would be to like, you know, he's gonna have to either like leave, like take a break. Be like, yo, look, I can't take this anymore. I'm going to my mom's house for a little bit. Like, you, you know, this, you know, we got we got to think about this relationship. Like, actually, make some actual serious consequences, or you know, just stop, just pretend like that doesn't even exist at all anymore. So, because if it's making it to the point where like you don't want to smash anymore after you went through that long list of how great she is, but you don't want to smash anymore, like two things in the relationship, intimacy and money, and you already you you won for two, so. <laughs> You know that. Anyway. Yeah, man, it's this is real. It's a real odd situation because it make me wonder what is her upbringing that makes this something that she do. Like, did she have them parents that was so sex positive that they had them sex puppets giving her <laughs> to talk every damn night, and now she got them out here giving men the talk without the puppets with but with the her vagina? Like, I watching some weird anime. That's my guess. <laughs> She Bro, grew up watching some, some really weird, weird anime. anime out here. Maybe did some hentai. Did it say how old they are? Did it say how old they were? Yes, it did. I think he's thirty-six. Get and the she's fuck out 24. of here. Okay, no. no, 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 no. He's twenty-two, and she no, she's twenty-two, and he's twenty-five. Yeah, okay. So she's so there's some immaturity here. There's too. some immaturity. Like she'll grow, she'll grow out of it. She'll, she'll grow out of it. Yeah, she'll she'll grow out of it too. So she's still in that like college age. Where, Wait, like, that, no, that, hold on. I'm sorry. Oh, that okay. was the age of the other post that I was going to do. This the one is yeah. He's post? 36 and she's 26. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, that's. Mm-mm. I'm 35, so 
and I'll be 36 in six months. So you're talking about that's basically me sitting trying to play Xbox (laughs) and somebody's coming up and doing their their labia in my face. (laughs) That's a hard pass. I feel it. That's like a. And it's like Florida Red said, I love vaginas. Love them. Right. Like, but mm -mm, no. (laughs) So uh, y'all both do TikTok. Any, I may or may I, not okay. have a burner account on TikTok. <laughs> so on TikTok, there's this thing that come on my front page that says, "Um, tell tell us that you know your boyfriend will never leave you without telling us your boyfriend will know you never leave." You. I've seen those, and it's such weird shit. But like when he said quirky and dorky, that's the shit that people be like, "This part of you nobody will want." You know, this is. <laughs> Yeah. This is this is the acquired taste part, and I remember seeing one where this dude walked in with his shirt off. He's a big dude about my size, you know, kind of jiggly. Sat down on a bed with an open can of beans and a spoon in, it and it's just sat down and looked the dead in the face. Said, "You want some beans?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like that's the kind of shit like that's like that quirky shit, like because and other people be like, you know, one dude was just in the room and she walked in the room and was recording him, and he didn't even turn around. He said. He had these figure, Star Wars figurines, and he was saying, you know, babe, when I told you that I couldn't find one of these with the jetpacks on them, so all I did was I cut the jetpack off of this, and I put it on this one, and then he just talked for, like, 45 seconds without stopping, and then turned around and said, oh, you recorded me, like, yeah, and so this is one of those things, like, clearly you can't even put that shit on TikTok, but, like, it's one of those things where, like, that dorky-ass shit, and then imagine how long it took for her to do this, like, I'm sure she didn't do this shit on week one. Like, she <laughs> fell in love, had some good sex. Oh, man, I love this girl. She's great. And then she just walk up and start pussy talking in, this, in your face. Or she did do it. <laughs> and he figured, ah, well, she's just, you know, she's, she's just quirky being and silly. funny. Yeah, yeah, she's just being funny. Like, you know, it's cool. That's, haha. You know what I mean? At first. And then, like, it, but then it didn't stop. <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> Bruh, that shit would not have been funny to me on moment one. Nah, yeah. me neither. It's like, how, what? I, I don't understand how this would have been okay. I would have been like, if if my lady come and do that shit today, I'm going to be like, we got to take you to the doctor. <laughs> this is such a drastic change from what normal is in general and then normal for you. <laughs> this, it, yeah. this, we we yeah. got to figure this shit out. This ain't what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> Listen, Remy came up to me and I was rubbing his head because he put his head on my leg. And I'm rubbing his head and I'm rubbing his head. He just let out the biggest farts. <laughs> Get away from me. That's why he came up. He's, he's <laughs> trying to let you know. Found a spot. But yeah, I get it. Because like I, I do some weird stuff, too. I think probably, like if I'm being totally honest, the weirdest thing that like probably other people would be like, Yo, what the hell? Is like when I'm at home, I regularly just have on just a t-shirt and drawers. You know, some people put on like pajama pants or like shorts or like, yeah. I just wear boxer briefs and a t shirt and just go about all my regular business. It's comfortable. I, mean, I don't know. I was, you know, it's my house too. Yeah. So. <laughs> I watch a lot of ID channel and I don't tell people that because I feel like they're going to think I'm a serial killer. Like, but I really, my TV's on deadly women as we see right now while I'm in the basement. <laughs> So that's probably one of my quirky things that somebody Played might play. a lot play. of video games, too. Yeah. Like, that's like the... 
like a lot. Like I went on a date before um, me and old lady got together. Uh, when I was like back on the dating circuit a little bit, I went on a date with a girl. We sat at the bar and she was like, what are you doing for Labor Day weekend? And I was like, oh, I'm going to the, it's my first time going to the PAX uh, convention, PAX West. Like I always wanted to go real excited. She's like, oh, what's that? She's like, isn't that, the, there's like a thing like that at the convention center here in Seattle. I was like, yeah. I was like, it's, you know, it's, it's like, a, like a, a video and board game convention, like a big, you know, big trade show convention, blah, blah, blah. She goes, oh, I don't, I don't know if I could date a gamer. I was like, oh, and the bartender, I was like, yo, let me get the, uh, let me get that check. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like well wait I, like i i didn't want to like i was like no nah, i mean it's cool like you know we i'm not mad but but like this is obviously like there, we don't need to we really don't need to do this like because uh i'm pretty much the definition of uh like you know what, what was that song the definition of it was uh it was that diddy that said that yeah <laughs> 70% of my t-shirt collection has some kind of video game logo on it. I have a t-shirt that says video games on it. So, <laughs> come on now. Yeah, that's respectful, though. That's respectful, though, because, like, a lot of dudes, depending on how attractive she was, would be like, you know, we'll just get past this this thing or whatever. She was, people, uh, she was fire. I was... <laughs> I had to do that math in my head real quick. Like, <laughs> how much of an asshole do I want to be? Do I want to... Like play the game until I get it and then <laughs> bounce, or do I just want to just? So there's the 35 year old part though, because I'm already I was one that's like probably 33 at that point though. But yeah, like older like that, like this dude in this story where it's like I don't even want to, you know. It reminds yes. me of the speaker of TikTok, and then I'm gonna stop talking. You there was a uh, there's another one where the she's like one year w- without me or one year without video games. And the dude's got his PS5 under the arm, and he's on the phone with his boy, and he's walking at his yeah, house. Yeah, I've seen this. And he's like, he's like, he's like, and then he's like, this bitch had the audacity to say, oh, you ain't gonna get no pussy for a year. And I said, bitch, I beat my meat every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's me right there. If somebody <laughs> told me that, I'd be like, what? Like, Imagine the first time, I mean, even if it was funny, Imagine like the first time that this happened. I feel like I would be around all my friends and shit. Like I, I got to tell some fucking body. Oh, like, yeah. but how do you even mm-hmm. like how do you start that conversation? <laughs> you know, and oh. I, I bruh. I don't know. That that's crazy. That's a real odd situation. It's again, I was thinking more yin yang twins, not like actual her moving her vagina. Oh, you, you was talking about somebody who's like, Yeah, I'll be putting it down and they yeah. talking to me. Yes, I thought yeah. it was gonna be that. Mm-mm. Not <laughs> what yeah, it was. A whole puppet voice. <laughs> and then it's like a high pitched Muppet. It's just so many things wrong. <laughs> so many things wrong. <laughs> That whole situation. Oh, he gotta do one good time. He'd be like, I swear to God, if you talk to me with your pussy again, I'm out. out. All <laughs> right. Here, period. <laughs> I mean, call the bluff if you want to. You know, another thing I was gonna talk about, uh, I was gonna say about borderline personality is that like they they create they create the reality they want you to see. Mm-hmm. In yep. order to get that validation too, so it's not like they give you reality and they just look for validation. It's like they manipulate 
your the reality that you see so that you can be like, oh, I understand. I didn't know it was like that. Yeah. Like they don't need they validation don't even have to come from real shit. <laughs> they just want yep. some validation. Period. Yep. You know? Yep. Borderlines, uh, you know, I and I God bless I, you, Colin. One of my, one of my <laughs> first sucks, clients was borderline. One of my first clients was borderline, and I didn't validate shit just because I wasn't good at validating earlier. And my supervisor was like, you know, you, you did pretty good with that borderline client. You weren't validating anything. And I was like, yeah, I know I did. I did not know I did. I just, <laughs> I just didn't know, like, validating things is hard for me in general. So as a counselor, when I first started off, it was too. So, yeah. I mean, I was just like, she was just, I, she was going hard, you know, but they just rem- you telling that story reminded me of that shit. Man, yeah. it's hard for me because I live in re- I live in reality. <laughs> yeah. So when she's when she said one time we were it was something going on and uh, she was like you know I don't even know how to keep anything straight because all you do is lie about everything and I was like I haven't lied about anything that's how I said I haven't <laughs> lied about anything. She said yes you have all you do is lie and I have all the emails to prove it and I'm thinking in my head. Unless you created emails, <laughs> I have all of those too. <laughs> and, and so does my lawyer. And <laughs> this is not looking good for you. But like, you know, we, I'm like, you know, it's like, it's like one of those that when you're talking about like constructing an alternate reality. Because I'm like, there's no, no reasonable person or, or you know, healthy individual reading any of those, those email exchanges would come to the conclusion that I was lying about anything. Because mm-hmm. I said it. It's like, you know, she's trying to, no, never mind. We can, you know, we'll talk about this later. But like, you know, you, but I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know what saying. They're my least favorite personality disorder to work with because it is a fucking headache every time. Yeah. It's, it's such tough. a headache. Man, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather work with them than a narcissistic personality disorder. You know what? Because I've had, I've had, you know, two at least two very fucked up narcissists <laughs> mm-hmm. before, and I don't know. For me, don't start that. For me, um, <laughs> they're not. I don't know. I can deal with them better than borderlines. And it may be because I've just had more experience with them, like really bad narcissists um, than borderlines. But narcissists, I just ignore them, man. Like, as far as like all that grandiosity and shit, like sit your ass there. Like, none of that is true. And we both know it. So we're not mm. even going to address it. <laughs> yeah. You want to get yeah. that next one? I'm gonna do the next one. Let's see oh no, wait, we gotta on. see what the what was the uh oh the, oh, the update. update. That's right. Yeah. Oh damn, I exited out of shit. Hold on. <laughs> update. Thanks for the super helpful input on my relationship equivalent of a first world problem. I realized through the comments that the issue was communication on my part. While I'd expressed that I didn't like it many times, I haven't gone so far to explain that it was affecting me sexually. Sometimes when you're in a situation, you miss the obvious. I found a gentle way to explain it, and it was met with immediate understanding. She really is amazing. Data dork. Okay. All right. Okay. Well. So all of that could have been with like an actual real conversation could have been handled. So good. Whatever. Yeah. Bruh, <laughs> like, like I, yeah, the world does not understand 
how many problems relationships have that just take a slight conversation, a little tweak in a bit of a perception that'll make a world of difference. Like, mm -hmm. it's ridiculous how much we believe we need to change when it might just be a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, and it, it's crazy. But, like, that one conversation seemed to fix all these man problems. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Communication and, and is key, man. Communication. Closed mouths don't get fed. But also no. knowing when also knowing when to fold, hold them and when to fold them, man. Like, with the girl at the bar, you knew when to fold them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't. A lot of people meet. First off, the way we meet people is crazy because you meet somebody online through pictures or in the club or somewhere where it's like the aesthetic part is what make you try to latch on to them. That's why I was saying that's what make it harder for dudes when, when they are much, much more attractive. And women, too. You know, it's like you willing to accept more shit because, like, it end up being a trophy type situation <laughs> rather than a connection type of situation. All right. Let's go to the next one with my weird letters. <laughs> my she's a 22 and he's 25 my boyfriend needs to pee in every room of our apartment every week to feel secure I honestly wish this was a troll post because I was so unbelievably confused when I found this out about him my boyfriend and I have been together for three years and we plan to move in together about a year back but because of COVID everything got pushed so we didn't but luckily for us, we ended up being able to buy an apartment instead of renting. And now we've settled on a four bedroom apartment that is an amazing location close enough to my family and his. So we're almost done with renovations. And two days ago after work, I decided to pop in and check on how it's going because my boyfriend told me the construction guys who are his friends, something like ex-classmates, would be there. And I thought I could give them some drinks and dinner. But when I arrived, the house is really quiet and I see my boyfriend's shoes near the front door and his jacket on the island table. I called for him, but he didn't answer, so I walked in and found one of the room doors to master bedroom clothes. I opened it, and I was so shocked to find my boyfriend peeing into a pot at the corner of the room. I was so startled, I yelped, and he turned around and pisses on our bed in the process. At this point, I'm so confused, but finding it quite funny, and so I started laughing, thinking it was a joke or something. I don't know. But later on during dinner, he sits me down and tells me that he and his brother had a tradition whenever they went to hotels and moved houses to pee into a pot together just for good luck at first. And now it makes him feel secure, which, OK, good for him. I thought it was just going to be a one time thing. It was going to laugh and move past it. But then he told me he had to do it once a week. I obviously was shocked because I've never lived with him. And honestly, this wears me out so much. We've been dating for three years, so I don't want to break up. But I don't know if I can deal with the thought of my boyfriend slash future husband needs to take a piss in a pot every week. In every room of the house. What do I do? Please help. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. And so, and at, at first, I was gonna, as that story was gone, I was like, okay, well, all right. So, for, so first, the way it was going, she, first of all, four bedroom apartment, where the hell is this? And they bought it <laughs> and they're renovating it. So, obviously, they got money. So, that's like the number one, which is like, what the hell? Probably, it's probably in New York. That's what it sounded like to me. So and they and she bought an apartment with a boyfriend. That's some New York couple shit where people don't get married and be doing shit like buying multi-million dollar homes together. But uh, so first I was thinking, okay, renovations. Maybe he's got a he in an unfinished room as like he's trying to like mark territory. And I'm like, that's weird. But like as long as he's all he's doing is peeing on some plywood, it's gonna dry up, and then you're gonna finish renovating, and then it's done. Then it's done. So then it's he's got to pee in a pot, and I'm like, okay, well. If he just has to pee in a pot in the new place once, like you said, weird, but like 
get it over with, right? Go ahead, pee in your little pot. And it's also in a pot. He's not like he's peeing on the carpet or on the wall or like, right? You get it, pee in, pee in a pot. I got this damn like coffee on my, like the had like grounds in it. You get like a, take it, dump it in the toilet, flush it, you know. This motherfucker got to pee in a pot once a week in every room. And you just bought that motherfucker too. <laughs> you, yeah, like, <laughs> I got nothing for her. Nothing. Like, get a lawyer because you're going to have to try to divide that asset. That's the only thing I can say. So, I mean, it sounds like a compulsion at this at this point. Um, if he's doing, I mean, if he's been doing this the whole time that y'all have been together and you haven't known it, um, it's a compulsion at this point. So I don't know. I mean, you ain't going to be able to do anything about it, for sure. Like, you, her, she's not going to be able to do mm-hmm. anything. I mean, he could potentially go to some therapy, but he don't even think nothing wrong with it. He's just like, yeah, I just need to piss in this pot every week. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Yeah, like, there's other ways to feel secure outside of this. You know, it's like, replace that security with something. Like, there, so the answer is therapy. Yeah, this motherfucker need to go to therapy. Like a part of me is thinking that maybe he been in, maybe he had been in foster care for some time or some shit. Kids in foster care do some dumb shit. I'm, well, let me not say dumb. Why are they in hotels so much? That's what I'm saying. Like DHR put kids up in hotels and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it could be some legitimate reasons why they've been in hotels. That's what I first, my the first thought was foster care because, like, I've had kids that, like, hoard, they throw up. You know, they'll have, like, they regurgitation in bottles in the closet, and the foster parent will find out, and that's why. And I'm like, they probably grew up in an environment where they didn't eat and they didn't get food, you know? Yeah. And, or mm-hmm. when they, when they got sick, the parents made them eat it because it's like, you're not finna waste food type thing. And so they really, they can eat, they throw up, and it's, it give them food. And so it's like, it kind of, there's no limits to what trauma can make you do, mm-hmm. you know, but the solution is counseling, talking yeah. through their shit, and getting past it. So, like, in my head, maybe it's a foster care situation. Maybe they didn't have, maybe him and his brother didn't have no safety, no security, and the only thing that they connected through was doing this same ritual. And maybe that ritual makes him feel some kind of comfort or something like that. But, like, Clearly, he ain't told her what his childhood was that makes this thing. Like, again, that thing is so far outside of the norm, a regular norm and an individual norm, that, like, my first assumption when I hear somebody's problematic norm is they got some kind of trauma or upbringing as a child that they left them with this shit and they ain't addressed it. Yeah. You know, but mm-hmm. so so if you ask the question, so even knowing that, you ask the question, is it okay for them to pee in the corner of the room, every room in the house, once a week? No, you're going to counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you're going to counseling. Like, what? Or, or let's do some kind of, get a get a VR or something like that and do some fucking virtual peeing. But, like, you ain't finna pee in our bedroom and all these different rooms. You know? And furthermore, like, I wonder how he, so if this is something they did when they went to hotels and shit, that's only one room. Like, why Why would you spread it out to every room in the house? Like, yeah. <laughs> pee in one room, man. Like, no to this problem. Like, I or guess, potentially pee in the one room that has the fucking toilet meant for that point. 
And oh. as a counselor, like the first question I ask is, so when you don't pee in a room for a week and a pot, what what does it start to do? Like, how do you start to feel? Like, mm. what happens at that point? He like, do you start having know. a panic attack? Do you like what happens? I mean, clearly he been doing this shit in secret. She could walk back out of the room and be like, "Listen, if I ever see this shit again, we got a problem." <laughs> Three years. Yeah. Well, they had lived together. But if I ever see this she, shit again, we got a problem. You better do this shit secretly and make sure no nothing around here will smell like piss or I better not step on no kind of wet spot on the car. No, he need to go. Because, like, as far as finding a replacement thing, like, all of that, that's going to have to be done therapy. Like, she can't help him with that. Oh, and yeah. he can't probably don't even understand. Yeah. Huh? Can't make him go. Yeah, can't make him go. But I can say either you on go or we gonna have to divide these assets because you're not pissing at him. I'm sorry, I can't deal with that. Um, but he needs to get to why that is, like why he needs to do that. I think he, for his own understanding, needs to get because, like, that's not normal, mm. sir. <laughs> yeah, that's not normal at all. And it's P. Like, so if he's been doing this. Has she been over to his apartment? Does, does his shit smell like pee when she go visit it? Like, I know they ain't lived together, but I feel like if you've been pissing in your apartment in rooms for all of this time, like, I feel like I'm going to walk in at some point and be like, wait a minute. In a pot, though. Still yeah, so he probably pour, he'd do it in a pot and then probably pour it out. Pour it in the toilet and flush it. It's so I mean, he his, his precision game is probably legit. <laughs> that, too. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe she just felt it. Maybe she walked it. Maybe he had a cat, too. So she walk in and smell a little piss and thought it was just a litter box. Okay. And maybe yeah. he put put a tarp down in the corner and just like pee and then just clean <laughs> pick that shit up. Like a crime scene. <laughs> yeah, like the the tarp with a caution like tape. Like Dexter. Yeah. Dexter yeah. Shit. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, but that's that's you know all the all the jokes aside, like I said before, because I was like, oh, you gotta go basically. But like, nah, I mean that's obviously. He he needs some help help with that, because um, uh-huh. that's kind of it's kind of debilitating a little bit. You know, like I was saying, it'd be one thing if it was like, oh yeah, every time I just go to a new place, I just need to to pee once in a little pot and then I'm good. You know, and to kind of like like burn the sage, right? Like I need to yeah. I need to cleanse the you know I need to mark the room like a because I'm a I'm part of my wolf pack. It'd be like okay, you weird, but like all right, like go ahead and do your little thing and then you're done. Like you, you know like. But something like that, where it's like, a, like you said, a compulsion, like every single week, like he needs some help with that. So, because what you don't want to do is probably like with other addictive qualities or compulsions, and I'm you all would know better than I would. But you don't want it to escalate to where where something else, perhaps takes the place of it that's also unhealthy, like drug use or or something, some kind of something else that, you know, he no longer can get the comfort of peeing in a pot now that he's been discovered once a week. So now he's going to do something else to try to find that comfort level that's more destructive potentially or, you know, dangerous or unsafe or unhealthy or, or whatever it is. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Bro, I call his brother up. Do you be peeing in rooms and shit? Verify that <laughs> shit, No, too. we did that shit when we was little. Talk yeah. to this motherfucker, man. Make him, get him to feel secure without doing that shit or something because this motherfucker is yeah. peeing in the rooms. Yeah, that's... Have a conversation. I mean, that's yeah. a, we just talked about that. Yeah. Just you know, stop talking to the internet, people. You need to talk to that person. Yeah. So, but 
That's all I got on that one. Yeah, I mean, it ain't nothing else you can't see. He needs help. And I mean, you can't force people to get help, but I can decide whether or not I'm going to be with somebody. That's always That's right. my decision. So if you if this is important enough to you then me saying hey I, I think this needs to happen will be important as well and if it's not that's cool but i'm not gonna live live in a pea field home i'm sorry nope. <laughs> i got a dog and i don't have piss in the house every week the fuck a human is two humans in here and it's pissing no no <laughs> i get yeah, mad at remy when he have accidents and he's a dog <laughs> that's what we got toilets so <laughs> And in a four-bedroom apartment, you probably got more than one toilet, sir. Pick and choose. Whichever toilet you like. My son is only one, a little over one year old, and I mean, he pee in the diaper, and he don't even know how to control his pee, but he ain't peeing all over the floor, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> that's, come on. No, it can't happen. I'm sorry. But, that's it, I think, for that one. Yeah, yeah let's go with your all right so <laughs> mine is you all know my, i got my favorite that i like to send which is from the dead bedrooms uh subreddit so this one was submitted this one actually was submitted five hours ago so they probably either sent it like first thing in the morning on the east coast or whatever this is recent so together for 12 years married for seven so if folks at home doing the math and our marriage is still unconsummated. I want to take a pause right now, and I want everybody listening to determine whether who is the author of this letter. Is it the wife or is it the husband? I just want you, just for your, just for your own mind, before we continue, mm-hmm. which one of these people do you think it is? <laughs> so I'll, I'll pause for a couple of seconds to let yes. people think it. Just I'll read it one through. more time. <laughs> Together for 12 years, married for seven, and our marriage is still unconsummated. So who is that right now? All right, let's get into it. Which is also, we're going to talk about this part too, which is, this is a throwaway account. And then this is a wildly specific story. <laughs> so I don't know how you throw away, but she's so specific. So uh, I haven't told a soul about this, but there were a lot of times I want to say this to my mom-in-law who always nags why I'm still not pregnant. As if it's solely my fault. So this has some other other complications too that I'm sure y'all will be able to pick out in the story as the counselors. So anyway, I think I'm the high libido in the relationship, 38 female, especially when I get my period. And my 40 year old husband is low libido. I've always been a sexual person. I discovered masturbating when I was 12. I could reach orgasm by just reading sensual stories or touching myself. That's women's porn. Romance novels are women's porn, but go on. That shit with Fabio on the front of it. So (laughs) I've never tried ones. So, she said, so this is crazy. Yeah, they do. I've seen those are like. <laughs> so this part's crazy to me, too. I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to the whole thing. But I got to pause, too. She said she could reach orgasm just by reading stories or touching herself. But she's never tried fingering herself. I don't know what that is. But like maybe grabbing on the earlobe. I don't know. So my husband, on the other hand, prefers to watch hentai over porn. Hmm. I did not see that part the first time I read this. <laughs> Oh yeah, we this we get into the quirky dorky area. Yeah. Oh, but when he got older, he stopped watching hentai altogether. He's more like a little boy, but without the alpha male aggression. Okay. He's the only man in my life. He had one girlfriend before me, but we are both virgins until now. We've been together for five. Yeah. 
We've Go been on. together for five years before we got married. We couldn't keep our hands off each other the first year. We did sexting. We made out in the cinema and public places. There was a time that we were so horny, we made out in a dark and secluded area in our university, and a guard caught us, and I have to run naked. Crazy times. Is made Never... out sex? No. It's made out to me is just kissing. That's, just what, kissing. that's what it is to me, too. Yeah. yeah. Were they just to get butt naked and kiss? I guess. <laughs> so... So this, there's more. So we never got, this is actually kind of long, folks, so buckle in. Okay. So we uh, we never got past oral sex, and he never attempted penetration, not even fingering. To be fair, even without that, I was satisfied, and I guess he was also. We're both Catholics, and we agreed to do the home run on our wedding night. During our wedding night, we only managed to have a heavy makeout session and oral sex before calling it a night. The what? second day, he attempted to insert his finger, but I was so tight that we didn't push it. Our honeymoon ended without us consummating our marriage. Okay. And okay. And let me just finish it because I, I I will keep interrupting. Let me just put my hand over yeah, my Yeah, I know because there's more time. <laughs> there's more. And seven years of marriage later, we still haven't done it. And the makeout sessions also lessened in both frequency, one to two times a year, and intensity. But we're very affectionate. We hold hands together. We sleep hugging each other. We always kiss each other. It seems to me that our intimacy has devolved into a PG-13 relationship. Don't get me wrong. Despite the dead bedroom, we are both happy. Getting out of our marriage is not an option, but I believe that we can still further deepen our bond if we consummate our marriage already. I think my PCOS, I think that's what you're, how you say that? It's a, um, it is. Yeah, PCOS, not PCOS. Well, I said that one time wrong and somebody butchered me for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's PCOS. <laughs> yeah, PCOS and subsequent intake of pills to make my menstruation regular affected my libido. So maybe she's on some sort of birth control. It, uh, it also didn't help that I gained weight the past five years, second year of marriage, and that made me feel less sexy about myself. When I attain orgasm, which please, people don't at home, don't ever describe you <laughs> as I attain orgasm. Don't say that. Please don't. That's the most unsexy shit that you could possibly say. <laughs> so I think the only thing less sexy than that is be if she would have said, when I climax. That would have been like, all right, you reading too much of them sensual novels. <laughs> So, uh, so I also quickly go to a refractory period and any further stimulation is uncomfortable. As for my husband, he also gained weight and it's affected his erection and stamina, which I guess, anyway, and I haven't sex though. So how do you even know? Anyway, so he can't sustain his erection long enough to penetrate me. As he grew older, he lost interest in sex. I asked him to point blank during our fifth year of marriage and he answered, no, I'm just not really fond of sex. How do you know y'all have not I'm sorry, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, he's never had sex before. I don't know how he knows, because he said there's a divergence too. So I don't know, how do you know you don't like it? So I do tell him that what turns me on, but he doesn't seem to take me seriously. He's also unenthusiastic in giving oral sex. That's a lot of men are, though. In our 12 years together, he only did it six times. No kidding. That sucks. I was uh, more generous in giving him BJs, but since he doesn't reciprocate, I stopped doing that, and he seems to be okay with it. I'm the only one who always points out the elephant in the room, our sexless marriage. I'm the one always reminding him to go see a doctor about ED. At one point, he answered, it's just psychological. And when I asked him, what are we going to do about it? He had no answer. He will initiate our makeout after I call him out. But since I'm irritated, I'll push him away. So that's a problem that she's perpetuating. But to be fair, when I initiate, he never rejects me. And I always... And I always come, even with just fondling and kissing. So he initiates and you reject him, but you initiate and then you get what you want. So there's a lot of, so. 
after my orgasm, I try to make him hard again, either by HJ or BJ, but he couldn't get it up again. So we just cuddle and call it a night. It would go on with our everyday lives. If my libido is low, we're PG-13 for the next six months or so. Our longest streak without sexy time was more than a year. We got lazy, but it's never too late to raise our relationship several bars higher. We're both trying to lose weight and we're dieting together. I'm still convincing him that we work out together as well. At first, he was against working out, but when I told him exercise will improve his stamina, he seems to get on board. He also made an appointment with a urologist. My libido is currently on a constant high, and it doesn't matter if I'm the one always initiating. Well, technically, he's still the one initiating because if he sees me wearing a, a if he sees me wearing a lingerie, that's his cue to make a move. So wish us luck, guys. I hope that we can finally turn this major issue in our marriage soon. This is such a shit show, and there's so much. <laughs> This is a shame. I think I I think that they I think that she got a problem. I really she's a Catholic and she's a virgin. I think that her version of an orgasm is not an orgasm for real. <laughs> I feel like she just you just I think that the the little tingly feeling in your stomach that you get from when you, you know, you kiss somebody and you get really, really horny. I think she think that's an orgasm. Like she's gonna lose her mind when she figure out what it really is. Yeah, she might pass out. <laughs> Hopefully like, it's from real. him. Hopefully I, it's it, from him. Hopefully it won't be she from don't him. find. <laughs> yeah, she gonna find some some dude at, at somewhere that's gonna give her these feel goods, and she gonna be like, oh. I need them to stop talking about him. stamina. Because stamina, what stamina? Y'all aren't having sex. His stamina's low. Stamina doing what? What is? What are you basing this on? Meat stamina. His what? Meat stamina. He don't have no meat. They're not doing anything. She give him, She try to give him hand jobs and blow jobs. I'm That's sure she know not... the difference between... <laughs> she know the difference between it used to last longer, but now it lasts less long. She Listen, you got to understand, she don't know all the energy it takes to have sex. She don't know. I so stamina got to be what her what she can perceive. Stamina got to mean how long she feels his meat. Are. Yeah, maybe she feels his meat through his pants, and then she like she's like counting how long it's it's like got a little tint in his shorts. You know what I mean? And then when it goes away, she's like, oh, you can't even get it up long enough to be able to. It's like you don't even. And Red, I don't know how many meats you've handled on a consistent enough basis to be able to tell the difference between meats but sometimes it just don't get as hard as it do other times i know True. that <laughs> even, when, even, even when you're younger and you don't have any any remote possibility of ed sometimes the shit just don't want to do it you know what i mean that's and it's a misconception with like a lot of like there have been people i've dated in the past who felt like based on what they thought that as a man that as soon as she take her clothes off i should just be hard like it should just be i'm like no actually like I kind of like a little foreplay too. I kind of, you know, like you gotta, you gotta tune the engine up sometimes too. Like exactly, I can't just, exactly. You know? like, and then you know, have y'all ever seen Saving Saving Sarah? No, not Sarah. Is it Saving Sarah Silverman? I don't or know. My Google. Damn it! It's Saving Marshall. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Have you seen yeah. that movie? Yes. So mm-hmm. that couple that they meet on the beach this reminds me of them the one where she was like super super into sex and he was just kind of like she won't she just she just won't stop (laughs) this reminds me of that couple um 
I mean, it could be a number of things. What one thing that stood out to me was when they tried on their wedding night, and he wasn't even able to get a finger in. He might. I mean, that might have given him. I don't know about men's first time, but I would imagine saving or, Silverman. Silverman. Saving Silverman. That's the saving. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking. Is that at the it. movie you talking no, about? No, no, it's forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think this one is all talk about sex, premarital sex, emotional abuse. Maybe that's. I don't, I don't know. know. They don't have that at a beach, though. Yeah, I think forgetting Sarah Marshall, he. Um, this one's like he, somebody's gay. This is like a diff. This is different. This okay, is different. forgetting Sarah Marshall, he was dating the one. this um, star, and then yeah. she started dating. Um, what's the little crazy man? Little British man? Can't remember his name. And they go. They go to that couples that re- that resort, right? He goes. Like the, yeah, because it was yeah. And he follows them. They or he takes a vacation because they broke up, and he and they happen to be there at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I mean that first night, the attempt. I mean that might have fucked him up. I don't know how men are with virgins. Not even y'all's first time, but your first time with somebody that hasn't had sex before. Because I I would imagine, depending on who you are, because it ain't fun. I'll tell you from from it's not the first time I had sex was mm-hmm. I didn't get it. I was like why. Why do people give a shit about this? Like, do you feel like you're gonna hurt them? Yeah, like as and a man, because so, like you've been watching a lot of porn time? and trying to do what you see in the porn, but then you're afraid yeah. you're gonna hurt them, and like, it's like, yo. What number yeah. time of sex were you like, okay, I get it now? It wasn't even at all with that first person. <laughs> <laughs> Me, it was like the third time with the same person, the first person. Okay. So that's yeah. when it finally all. Work came together. The first time was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, this was supposed. To, this was supposed to be way more fun. Everybody's. This was supposed to be great. This sucked. So, and then the second I time was like, where. almost got caught by her parents. So that was like, oh Jesus! I had all this goddamn anxiety. <laughs> the first time, I was like, and this person, I was sixteen. This person was like twenty three. First uh, off, you know, so I was like, yeah, I'm doing this right. Um, this ain't how Wesley Pipes do it. Well, but see, so I think there's a difference. <laughs> but I feel like there's a difference. So have either of y'all ever been somebody's first? Yeah. Everybody been somebody's first. Okay. So I think there's a difference between your first time, Russell Brand, your first time, and your first time, like being somebody else's first. Like that fear of hurting them. It isn't going to be comfortable. It's not going to be fun for her. It is not going to be like how it is in porn or in the movies. Like it's not. It just ain't. Um, it just it just is what it is. And so, you know, for him, that first night, him not even being able to, to insert a finger and then like quitting that night. I mean, that might have set him up for having a complex. I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna tell you what Especially set him he was up. Already kind of asexual too. Like yeah, he already didn't really have like a, a ton of like interest in it anyway. Yeah, that's like a to talk about like that trauma. Yeah, he tried to do that, and then she's like, oh, "It hurts, it hurts." And yeah. He's probably like, "Oh, okay, all right. Well, this is why I don't <laughs> like this anyway." Like, <laughs> what set him up is Catholicism. That too. Okay. That too. Because Catholicism don't give you no kind of oh. real understanding of what sex is, the human body. They're not body. supposed to masturbate. Like it's there. It's very repressed religion. <laughs> and that's where it's like. What you got? I have, I have a story after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's, I mean, they already breaking the rules because they doing blowjobs and handjobs. Oh, yeah. So that's, you know, they breaking the rules of Catholicism, but like they, they probably just literally don't know what to do. Like they got, they got the law, they got the uh, square cube trying to put it in the triangle hole. Like, I don't know. Are we doing this right? <laughs> this, 
that's what Catholicism leave motherfuckers with, man. I hate to be the bearer of uh, well-known news. <laughs> so yeah. I went to I went to law school with a, a woman who was Catholic. Um, she was she was getting her, and a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up her LinkedIn page because y'all need to put a face to the story because <laughs> just because I, I always like to be able to see this person. Um, and uh, her name was Mary. Um, I'm not gonna say her full government because then people can go find her pretty easy but our nickname for her and our little friend group was the virgin mary because she was catholic and she was had never had vaginal sex before oh, poor she had a four-year-long relationship with this dude who she broke up with him because he was like like following too many like basically i don't know if instagram was a thing yet back then but like he was basically following all the instagram thoughts and like tiktok pages basically like he was you know he was you know looking at at tna on the internet like every man does because he couldn't get it um, on her deal so well so according to her she that's not why he that, that she she broke up with him just because she was afraid of like that he was being like infidelity it wasn't because she wasn't still trying to take care of him at, in the bedroom because i was asked because we were like well i mean because a lot of us were like we had a couple of guys in the group and everything and even some of the girls that were in the friend group were like well yeah of course he's looking at that like if you aren't giving it up like this is you know we're like in our late 20s like it'd be one thing if she was you know we were younger and catholic you know 18 in college but like she's like 28 29 years old like yeah like i'd be out too like we were that's what we were saying like yeah what do you what do you mean and she's like oh no like I, I know how to keep a man. I know how to do things to keep a man. So apparently, homegirl was straight up just getting her butt blizzled out. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> that was the loophole, the workaround for it. Because, like, we we learned through the grapevine. Because yeah, at first I was thinking, like, oh, she must be, maybe she's doing that, like, wow, sloppy toppy. You know what I mean? Like, she, you know. But, like, even that's, like, you know, like, sloppy toppy, like, you know. No, apparently homegirl was getting her absolute, just getting her shit cracked straight up. Like, <laughs> and then this is the person. We'll put it in the chat. <laughs> Poor thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, the Catholicism is weird that way. They be doing all sorts of weird stuff. It doesn't make so. sense. <laughs> I knew a Mormon dude too that used to tell me he would, he was dating this girl. And he was like, yeah, he's like, she cried because she had an orgasm. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, that, yeah, I mean, Mormonism, like, y'all aren't supposed to be having no sex. So, yeah, I could see why she would cry about it if she takes her religion. You know what I mean? I was like, I thought yeah. that actually, like, he's like, well, we actually didn't have sex. It was just DH. And I was like, designated hitter? We talking about baseball? Like, what are we, what like, DH? Like, dry humping. I was like, <laughs> His motherfucker was like 27 years old. And I was like, bro, like, he's like, yeah, like, you know, we had discussed, you know, maybe a little bit of hand job, but like decided it would be too far. I was like, bro, I haven't gotten a hand job since the eighth grade. Like, I don't know what, like, what do we, like, we, st I st we stopped doing that shit. Like, that's middle high school shit. We don't do that shit anymore. DH? I was like, what, are you, what year is this? Like, what grade I Hate people giving acronyms of things that don't like no, and then they say it to you like you're supposed to know what the fuck it is. What is yeah. DH? Don't do that. DH to me, like I said, it's designated hitter. <laughs> we talk about yeah. David Ortiz, Big Poppy, the the, the, just... the bosses, the Red Sox. Come on. I hate when people say HBD for Happy Birthday. <laughs> it's two words. It's not three words. 
Yeah, I, I'm like, eh, it's not that. It's not even that much work to just type out "Happy Birthday." Like, do that. Or I hate when people post a 10 second video and say, "Wait to the end." Like, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna leave the video at eight seconds. First of all, I don't want to watch the video anyway. You send me a video, I'm not trying to watch it anyway. Don't tell me I gotta wait to the end, because then I definitely don't want to watch it. And it's always a video you can't grab the little thing and slide. Oh it. yeah, slide. You, you always gotta watch. And I'm like, man, I don't want to watch this shit. I'm like, like I understand if you if it's a three minute long video and say wait to the end, there's a risk you gotta take because you've got to decide whether. You think that three minutes is gonna be worth the outcome or whatever happened? Yeah, you know. But don't, why you why you do this for ten seconds? Why you do this for this short period of time? <laughs> it make no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's so many things that could like them being Catholic. They probably don't know what they're going. They're doing. He probably is uncomfortable. Um. As far as not, you know, I, again, I'm not a dude, but I can I can imagine that 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 wouldn't be fun. Like even the dude, the dude that I was with, he tried, you know, he tried his best. He put some music soul child on and all this shit. He tried, but it's still at the end of it all. I was still like, people spend all their time chasing this shit, and everybody want to do this, and like, why? <laughs> like this, it this is what it Did is. Anybody ever tell you? As a woman, like, hey, your first time is gonna be uncomfortable. Maybe your yeah. first several times. No, not first. Like, so I was, I was probably one of the last of my friends to have sex. So they had all done this, you know, before me. And I mean, they had said that it, you know, it didn't feel good the first time. But like, I wasn't aware of how not good it didn't feel. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that shit hurts. It's not fun. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing good about it. It is, and it's it's such a weird. The first time is like a weird feeling because it's like it's it's this you never had this happen before, so you don't know. And it's just like this is God really wanted us to do. Like this is some weird shit. Like <laughs> like this is how he set this up. Like this is fucking weird. Okay. Like if God um, is real, he he put he put the potential for pleasure inside of people on purpose. Like, why would you then turn around and say you can't do that? That's exactly like, like <laughs> or if it was why? only for procreation, why I feel good? That's a it should it shouldn't you shouldn't feel anything. It should just be a business transaction. It's like, was like he swiping sca- a credit card. It's like, boop, okay, we're pregnant now. All right, we done. It's like, was he scared that we weren't gonna procreate if it didn't feel good? You know I mean, what I'm saying? That may have, but I mean, let's so take out pleasure out of sex. And all of these like babies that are born accidentally. I mean, our, we would not well, have the population we have now, I feel like. Mm-mm. Sex wouldn't yeah. be a coping mechanism. The government would probably have to mandate us to have sex with each other to populate the country. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be a whole different thing. So I think there had to be a pleasurable aspect to it because once you give free will out, you give me free will and say you want me to do this thing that ain't fun. I mean, like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. <laughs> That's a problem when you start to layer religion on top of stuff, too. Yeah. So, because if you want to play it like real scientific and take the uh, and take the um, the religion out of it, like it's just it's just a thing that people do. And then you know what I mean, as opposed to what the intent of it was. I mean, obviously the intent is to is to 
repopulate and then of course it's gonna feel good so that people do it so that yeah. you that's like the biological aspect of it so because otherwise like if it didn't feel that great maybe some people would do it but like people probably wouldn't and the human race would cease to exist right because like it. nobody would do it so so it's the same thing is why would it why would why would it feel so great and but then god is saying don't do that though only when you're married because it should be the other way around like where it doesn't feel that great and god is then telling you hey get married and then do this so that, and it'll feel amazing you know what if like, that was you know the what I'm case saying? like <laughs> or even it doesn't it doesn't feel like anything but at least it yeah. would be then it would be strictly a religious like yeah. hey this is only for you know and you know it's you know the pleasures are not you know pleasures of the flesh are not pleasures or whatever but like nah we out here you know that's why you like you said that's why you got accidents that happen <laughs> as i'm raising my hand on the camera that we got because the shit's awesome so but then see there's the other part that has that added complexity to it which is Despite the fact that you end up getting a child out of it, that shit wasn't actually that awesome. That's the part that always is like, and like we said before, a person got goddamn BPD, and so now I got to deal with this shit the rest of my life. And it was wax sex to begin with. So that's the part that's like, all bad. It's all bad, all of it. So <laughs> play safe at home, kids. Don't don't be out there being reckless. Don't be reckless, but also don't get engaged in a marriage where you don't consummate it for seven years. That shit That's the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. There's this, no this, fucking this way. Homegirl in this store, she's going to end up, she's 38. Yeah. She's going to end up uh, 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 ending up in one of those uh, like clubs like in D.C. or something like that or Atlanta. <laughs> nothing, nothing but like six foot four black motherfuckers in there. She's going to go back to somebody's hotel room and get her shit blowed out. She's gonna have gonna go into the to the hotel room without scoliosis and come out with scoliosis and get her back blowed out. She coming back and getting a divorce right away. Then she has the propensity to be an, an addict after that though. Then she's gonna be oh, trying yeah. to get piped by everyone all the time. Like she's gonna be like people that you know, she'd be swiping on Tinder like I used to sometimes and like be like, oh, I can come through right now and and, and make you. I'd be like, ugh, like I'm a man too. And you would think like any man would be like, oh hell yeah, it's like free, easy. I had to even try. Nah, that shit nasty. I don't want that. <laughs> it's got high mileage, man. That trash can food. Yeah, I mean man. it's food, but I mean I prefer not to have trash my food this food. way. I might throw up after. You know, I might make me sick. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I guess to... somebody that's desperate eating out a trash can will suit their purpose, but like. I can afford a meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. <clears throat> that was a good one. Um, what else we got? We got anything else? I have, um, because I, so I don't read these, um, so that I can give my genuine reaction. So I read this title and I was just really curious about what this is. It's, uh, it's from Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Participate in My Boyfriend's Family's Bizarre Orange Tradition? Mm. And I just wanted to know what the orange tradition was. Yeah. And it is, it's kind of long. And there's some edits, so let's see. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for a while now, but I haven't met his family until a week ago when they invited us to stay at their house. I was very excited to meet his parents for the first time, and they were super sweet when I got there. Both of them are lovely people, and we all got along well. They gave us free reign to do whatever, but the one thing they insisted on was that we join them for their tradition of eating oranges um, as a family on Saturday morning. 
they grow their own oranges and have been doing this since my boyfriend was a kid. So he especially he was especially thrilled to share the tradition with me as a rite of passage. So the morning came and his mom brought in some fresh oranges from the garden. We sat at the table and I was getting ready to peel my orange when I saw my boyfriend mom bite into her orange like it was an apple <laughs> with the peel still on it. I was so stunned when I saw my boyfriend and his dad do the same thing with their oranges as if it were totally normal. I guess they noticed my shot because they asked me why I wasn't eating. So Yo, I started what? to peel. So what? I just said what? <laughs> um, so they asked me. I, I guess they noticed my shot because they asked me why I wasn't eating. So I started to peel my orange, but his mom told me to stop that I was eating it wrong and had to bite into it. Had to bite into it with the skin to get the full experience. I politely told her that I like to peel my oranges, and I'm sure they taste just as great either way. But she kept insisting that I had to bite into my orange for tradition. After saying multiple times that I'd rather peel it and the family, including boyfriend, push it back, I put the orange back on the table and said, though I appreciate the gesture, I personally feel uncomfortable eating oranges the way that way, and I'd rather not participate. Things were tense after that, and we left the next day. When we got home, my boyfriend chewed me out for being rude and embarrassing him in front of his family. He said I should have just eaten the orange the right way since his parents were gracious to let me stay with them. I can see his point. Can you know? Um, and I apologize for causing any hurt. I really do like his family and think they're great people, but stand by my decision to opt out of the orange tradition. He feels I could have compromised, and I feel that I should be able to eat things how I want. It's a silly squabble in the grand scheme of things, but my boyfriend and I are really at odds about who's in the wrong and would love an outside opinion. <laughs> what? I'm not eating no orange like a fucking apple. Can you even, is it, I mean, I, mean, I guess they've been doing it, so I guess you can, but like, have you ever bitten into an orange peel by accident? No, it's, the only time I've ever bitten into an orange peel is when it might have had like real hard skin and I'm trying to get the peel started so I can peel yeah, it off. So you bite it to that, get the it's real tart. It's not good. Also, they called it the skin. Don't don't call it that. It's the peel. They said on the skin on the one. No. Man, that ain't even the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that this man done surprised her with a whole ass tradition that he could have let her know about at least <laughs> if he want. Like did, did he? So we know that there are people out here who believe some shit is okay and normal because that's what they believe it is. You got to have the foresight to know that this is not going to be common for any other person that walks into this place, family. <laughs> you know, so let out either one, let everybody know about our tradition so that they can make a decision beforehand and know that it's going to happen. Or two, we have to be very forgiving to people that sit at this table and ain't willing to do this tradition with us the way we do it because it's some stupid shit. <laughs> they had neither one of those things. They did not have the understanding to communicate this earlier to this girl nor did they have the understanding that they needed to give some wiggle room or how they needed to have some wiggle room in order to not condemn this girl for not biting this orange. Like all that peer pressure. You gonna eat this peel. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'm not good with peer pressure. That's kind of the right way. The right way. And then he got the audacity to come and say to her that she done embarrassed him. <laughs> Nigga, your family crazy. <laughs> Y'all just biting, raw biting oranges. Like, come on, bro. Like, the only time I've ever eaten orange peel is, like, 
I ain't even ate the peel. It's just like when you peel it and it's still so a bunch of that white part on top of it on the outside. Oh, of yeah. It, it don't taste like shit. Now, the no. orange peel, you use the zest. Orange zest, lemon yeah. zest, lime zest. You use that in recipes and stuff because that got most of the uh, citrus in it. But mm-hmm. outside of that, like, ain't no reason to bite no orange like that. But, like, you, you got to understand that shit ain't normal, man. You got to communicate to people that shit going on. So let me read these edits. I guess I guess people in the comments were asking her if it was like a special kind of orange or something. And she was like, no, these are just regular oranges. What the fuck special kind of orange would make the shit okay anyway? <laughs> Do they think that they're oranges without a peel on it? <laughs> or maybe they think that oranges with a peel taste differently than it does on other yeah, oranges. Yeah, they do be making these hybrid. It's probably an orange out here with orange peel that tastes like cotton candy on these motherfuckers. <laughs> like them grapes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was the first edit. She just posted a picture, and they just—they're just oranges. Um, edit two: lots of frequently asked questions, so I'll just answer them here. No, they don't just bite into it once to make it easier to peel. They don't peel the oranges at all. They eat the whole thing, fruit, skin, and pith. What the hell is a pith? That thing in the middle? That little white shit in the middle when you peel? Maybe, it? yeah, maybe. Ew! Maybe it it's like. Taste a pit when you don't have something. I feel that. I, even when I peel an orange, I peel that shit out. That little stuff away. in the middle. Yeah, I pull yeah. that shit out. Ew. Okay, um, y'all y'all working on a whole different scale. These people are eating the whole orange raw all together. <laughs> seeds and everything. Like they living in, can't, These people living in 3021. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about our little uh, orange orange <laughs> sedidiness. <laughs> That's gross, um, man. She said... Like, one would eat an apple. Yes, it is messy. Yes, the skin is thick. The tradition involves eating the entire orange like that, not just a bite. I do recognize that I could have surrendered a bite to keep the peace. However, uh, this is the first time I've seen my boyfriend eat an orange. He never ate them with me, as he would say that nothing compares to his parents' oranges. He has seen me, our friends, and people in TV shows, movies, eat peeled oranges. I assume the same goes for his parents. My boyfriend has never commented before on the common peeling technique. His parents do this every Saturday. I am not sure how they eat their oranges on other days, but I imagine it's the same. The whole family is expected to participate every Saturday when at the parents' house, but I don't have to do it in my own home. The reason I didn't try one bite is mostly because I was so caught off guard since all my boyfriend told me was that we were going to eat oranges. He didn't let me know about the method in advance, so I panicked. That and the insistence that I eat the entire fruit the way they wanted me to turn me off of trying it. I might be open to trying it in the future. I think that covers it. Thanks for the comments. I'll definitely share with my boyfriend. I'm not even, no, I'm not. So here's my, I try very hard in, in any of my relationships, romantic friendships. I'm not going to set precedents for dangerous shit. Okay. You and your family are not going to bully me into eating no fucking orange pills. Fuck y'all. Like, cause today is the orange pills. And then who the fuck else knows what other kind of butcher, bitch ass traditions y'all have. I may come down here and y'all are sacrificing a lamb and expect me to participate in that shit. We're mm-hmm. not going to go down this slippery slope. I'm saying no right now to anything that is even remotely similar to this shit. We're not doing it. Um, that shit is fucking weird. Like, they know that that's not the regular way to eat orange. I'm sure they've seen other people eat oranges and that they peel the fucking oranges. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there's no way. We ain't setting that precedent. So I'm not apologizing. 
I'm not willing to do it. I'm sorry. So me and you just won't go to your parents' house on Saturday. You can go do that shit by yourself. I'll holler at y'all on Sunday. Yeah. This shit this should be like the beginning of a scary movie. Like <laughs> like that uh, on uh, Get Out, Get out. she was eating the cereal and the milk separate. Like this yep. this one of them <laughs> traditions where it's like, oh Jesus, I'm gonna die here. This house is haunted. Yeah, these people do some kind of weird ritual before they kill a motherfucker and put them in the basement. These type of people, these type of people that eat placentas and shit. Uh, You know what I'm saying? Like gonna wake up in a a vault full of oranges, just laying on the top of them, (laughs) dead bodies all around that motherfucker. (laughs) Oh Jesus, the orange goddamn killers! (laughs) Like just no. Just uh, so yeah. much no. Like, you don't, she does not need to give in to it because this is, it's unreasonable. If that's their tradition, that's fine. But you can't tell me that I got to come in here and eat a fuck, a orange with the peel on. And you can't tell me I got to do anything. That's the, that's the part that really the, the problem with this is like we're saying the peer pressure. Like, I don't care if they're, if your tradition is, yeah, on Saturdays we all like just drink a espresso together. If you don't want to do it, yeah. That it shouldn't be like a that's that's the part that's super problematic that makes it be like some serial killer shit. <laughs> that's a, you know, like no, you you gonna do this, you gonna eat this orange like the right way. What? Yeah. So I, that's a, that's that's yeah, that's too much. <laughs> I don't like it. Pineapples, I don't like it. <laughs> no, there's no way. Like you. I honestly, these are the things that if I'm dating somebody and things are going well, there are things that you could do that I'm going to be like, mm, <laughs> this looks like it might be going in an undesirable direction. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, this would shift our, the dynamic of our relationship, I feel like. Because now I'm looking at you, side. Because, again, I don't... This is the orange tradition. Y'all got any other traditions that I need to know yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. What's your banana <laughs> tradition looking like? You know what I'm saying? They just be eating that shit like straight up without peeling it. Like, what's your chicken tradition? You just eat it raw out the package? Like, you don't cook it? Like, you know what I mean? Or just cook it with all the feathers on it? Deep fry that shit with all the feathers on it? You know what I mean? Like, no. Nah. No. No. It's no. Too, Eddie, your camera went out, I think. I know. I turned it oh. off. Okay. Oh. Sorry, but, but yeah. um, nah. No, I don't like. What else we? What else we got? We're, unless uh, on right. point got some more. Uh, I was last, gonna talk about what we playing. That's all. And that's the last. You know, I always gotta ask. Yeah, I got two more. Y'all choose between both of them. Yeah, we right. can only do one though. Okay. Okay. All right. I found out that my husband regularly regularly masturbates to photos of my sisters and mother on Facebook slash Instagram. He's been okay. hiding it from me. How to do I encourage him to talk about this honestly? And am I the asshole for showing my boyfriend that periods are real? Is the first one, does the what? first one, hold on, does the first one have photos of the sisters and the mom? <laughs> it does not. Because that's that would have been a really easy, a really easy answer depending on, like, if they bad in the mouth, maybe that's why he's beat this week. <laughs> no, <week>, right? Like, <laughs> absolutely not. What do you mean, no? <laughs> What do you mean? Maybe she, no. maybe she, maybe she's real whack. Maybe she's mean to him. You know, there could be missing parts of the story. Maybe she's been like real mean and everything. And her sister and her mom are like bad. They just Don't like they bad. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's maybe that's the way that he's trying to like you know, <laughs> you know. That's so. why he keep it to himself. Yeah, because so. no. 
And then the second one, what's the second? What was the second one? Am I the asshole for proving to my boyfriend that periods are real? I don't want to read that one because that one sounds like that. You know what that one? You know what she probably does in that one? I'm a guess. She probably be not using a, a tampon and stuff and just be having like the 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 stain and be like trying to look like this real look like this is real womanism like which is well, like you know, no empowered you know but the first sentence says that he's a firm believer in periods don't exist how I don't want to. Nope. Yeah. Um, I don't need to do that. Let's do the other one's more interesting. This one is like you a dumbass. They exist. Yeah. You're an idiot. All so right. Break, you know, break up with him. Move on. Run. Like we said, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. Okay. It's not long. My husband and I have a great sex life, but he has always masturbated to porn in his private time too, and that is something I've accepted. A few days ago, I accidentally walked in on him masturbating. He thought I was out, and he was on his own. On his laptop screen, he had two pictures side by side. One was my younger sister, a picture from Instagram wearing a bikini on vacation. The other was my mother from Facebook, also in her swimwear on vacation. My husband admitted that he regularly (laughs) masturbates to to them and that he's been hiding it from me. I haven't decided yet if I can forgive him for masturbating to my own family, but my main question is, how can I get him to be honest with me about this stuff? Too long to read. My husband masturbates to my sister's and mother's bikini pics on social media. Here you go. I'm gonna explain it for you right now because we, because our point earlier was like, oh, what kind of porn you like? So this dude probably is into like the the twins, like the twin sister type stuff, or like the mother daughter, where like the dude gets smashed by both Watch and like that. Did not both, my but it's reality though. This is and he's doing it in his <laughs> private time on his own. This is supposed to no. be his little secret, but now he got caught. So it's weird. Look, I I don't disagree that it's weird. I don't disagree <laughs> that it's weird. I'm just trying to explain why this is this is so he wasn't supposed to get found out. That's the whole thing. This was supposed to be like his own little thing, and but now he's found out. So now it's like now now it's made it more weird than it already was. So but no, nah, like you know, like with anything, like with the Tega egg, man, let that man be his meat in peace. Don't be walking in on him beating his meat. Come on, now. she didn't know she was going out and came yeah, back on. in. You know, you, I could come in my house. Yeah, but you know that your man beats his meat because she said that he beats his meat on a regular basis with porn in his own spare time. So she and she's okay with it. So if you knew you went out and that you came back, you should know like you gotta send that man a text, <laughs> call him on FaceTime, be like, "What you doing? You, you beating your meat?" You know, like, "Okay, I'm gonna give you five minutes. Finish beating your meat." Like, and the sex life is good. So obviously, it's not like a, it's not like he's beating his meat to. Her sister. I mean, he could be attracted her to her aunt. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't. It's fucking. <laughs> I didn't. I said I don't disagree that it's not weird. I said I told you I don't disagree that it's weird. I'm just saying. I'm trying to explain. I'm just trying to explain. Which is, he just. I don't know. And so the other part about it too is that why it's not like too problematic, even if it's weird, is she said that they have a great sex life. So it's not like he's beating his meat to her sibling and her mom, because. He's not also hitting that. You know what I mean? That would be where it's like, okay, well, are you beating your meat to my sister because you're gonna try, you're trying to sleep with my sister? Are you trying to sleep with my mom? Or no, nah, he's just beating his meat to some weird shit. That's all. <laughs> that just that would be the equivalent of me masturbating to his father or his brother. Yeah, it would be weird. But, as men, but he would, would not be okay. Like the response would not be like not okay either. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be okay. That's weird too. If you found out if it was if it was reverse. And it's like I walked into my wife and she had the rabbit out. She was going to town, had a picture of my younger brother in the, in the damn Speedo on the screen. <laughs> yeah, he'd be mad. And yeah, that's some weird shit. Because it's like, yo, why you be, why you, why you flicking the bean to my brother? What's up? But like, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm, we're not, I'm not arguing about the, 
the, the weirdest level of it. I'm just trying to explain why. Yeah, what's going on here? That's what I'm trying to explain. He's probably into that. He's probably into like the mother daughter porn and like the yeah, because I've seen them. Everybody see if you watch any kind of porn, you see it where it's like, oh, mother and daughter teach a young virgin how to blah blah. And it's always got some nasty ass title too. That's the other thing. We could talk about porn titles. One of these shows, they always got like some kind of like the title is always like real degenerate stuff. It's always just like you know. And why is it always like when it's a black dude, like it's an interracial? It'd be like, like young real estate agent gets piped down by a nigga with no job, and you'd be like, "Yo, like, what the fuck? Like, why we gotta have no job though?" Like, and it's always like some dude in like Tim's and tube socks. Listen, man, this is cat. the reality. This is the reality. It's okay to have a conversation with your partner about what they masturbate to, okay? Uh, because. When you let them out, when you just let them be masturbating and you know they masturbating and I accept it and you don't know what they masturbating to, this is the kind of shit you can run into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and for for you that masturbates, if you masturbate to something weird, you just got to do a good job at hiding that shit better, man. Like, at least they're adults. Should... At least he's beating his meat to adult women. Listen, not man. kids or that animals. Animals uh, or some shit. It's somebody... It's somebody yeah. that I'm close no, to. We're not gonna talk about horses. Don't <laughs> fucking not doing that. <laughs> it's somebody that I'm close to that at some point I had access to one of their computers and I found a folder that was hidden inside of a folder, inside of a folder, inside of a folder. And it was uh, you know, she male porn, <laughs> you know, and I was like. Jesus, let me get out of this. It's one of those situations where it's like I would rather not know this about the person, yeah, but you don't I don't want to know, know the depth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, I mean, to each his own. Whatever you like is what you like. I don't have a problem with it, you know. But it's like I don't know the levels of depth to this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is what is this? And is what's the lateral moves for this person? You know. Mm-hmm. So it's like. It's a lot to get into in the terms of porn. And like like I said, I don't think you really know exactly why you landed where you landed on this situation. Some of it clearly from your past experiences and, you know, the aesthetics of the person that you like or whatnot. But then there's a component of it where it's like, why do I gravitate towards this type? You know, without exploring it, because you're not going to go to your therapist and be like, you know what, the category of porn that I search is this one. And these are the kind of videos I go to. I don't quite know why. Can we get into that? You nah, say that's... that shit, and I'm gonna go to work next week, and somebody's gonna come in and be like, <laughs> "Probably because <laughs> you said it," <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, "Fuck it, on point." <laughs> but it's probably it might be his fetish stuff too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's probably I think it's probably a two part thing. He's probably got a fetish about like the sibling and the mother daughter thing, right? That's probably part of it. And then the other part is. His wife's little sister and mom probably may might be fired. And then like yeah. then it's just, you know, like maybe she maybe his partner is the worst Kardashian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and maybe the other ones is like tanks and he's like, mm. Maybe it's like I said, maybe they just bad to the mother. And he's like, shit. In his fantasy world, he's like, I wish I could beat beat down all three, so I'm I'll beat my meat instead. But her like, issue and the crazy part is her issue ain't even that he's masturbating. What she really wants is him to be open about this stuff. Yeah. You know, like, what does she want to know? Like, do it get worse than this? 
Yeah, <laughs> which which is which is actually that it seems like they might actually be able to have a healthy conversation about it. She's not even actually doesn't even seem like she's upset that he's beating his meat to her sister and mom. It's just like yo, you you should. It's it, like you said, like is this it or, or is it more or is it just like a weird kink? Because if it's just a kink, then you know no kink shaming. Hashtag no kink shaming. But like, <laughs> but like if it, but like you know maybe he's you know trying to make something happen or. Maybe he specifically has a thing for like other people's siblings, and then maybe it becomes more of a problem where it's you know a compulsion or like you were saying like whatever. But no, nah, I just think he probably look she look if they got a great sex life, that means that he obviously thinks that she's sexually attractive, which means that his her mom and her sister is probably fire too. That's what they always say: you get it from your mama. So they probably all three of them probably bad. So when he's on his spare time after he already got done working working out his wife first thing in the morning, and she goes out to get the groceries. He's like, all right, it's time for that second round. I'm about to <laughs> let me get that, that bikini picture up here so I can beat the old meat. I can't. It's meat positivity. You know, he's I'm finding not, he's okay. he's hunting for the positive in every potential angle. Okay. That's the you know. I have no But no, it's weird. It is weird. It is weird though. That is, <laughs> how is you weird. gonna how you yeah. gonna respond when you walk in on your partner being this meat red? What do you mean how I'm gonna respond? Yeah, how you gonna respond? Yeah, what if you beating this meat? What do I care? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you care? Well, what if he's beating his meat to a sibling? That's the problem because I got brothers, no sisters. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a cousin, your cousin. Yeah, what if it's a cousin, a female cousin? Yeah, well, and that would be weird because me and Crystal kind of look alike. Um, the one cousin that he could do that to, but uh, if it was to my cousin, that would be it's fucking weird. That's weird. It's not a breakup kind of thing, but we gonna have a fucking conversation. So you do care. <laughs> so you do care about what he beats me to. I don't care that he beats his meat. I never said I don't care what he beats it to. Cause like, so what what can he not? My family, children, animals. What about hentai? I mean, it's weird, but if that's his thing, I guess that's his thing. I think people like hentai because it's like it's like other things. It's like shit that can't happen in real life. It's the same so reason I, I like anime because yeah. the amount of money. This. Yeah, the amount of money that studios got to spend to make a real life action don't have the level of extreme that anime yeah. have just from artists. Yeah, you know, so it's like yeah. we could never have an Attack on Titan that look worth a damn, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> and do all the stuff the anime do. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I wouldn't, yeah, as long as it ain't no weird shit, like, and I mean weird shit that's weird by most standards, not like kink shaming, but like, my family's off, like, no, it's fucking weird, and again, no kids, no animals, outside of that, I'm trying to think. It's weird he got them side by side. It's it's weird that he got both (laughs) pictures, like, he got both. It'd be one thing if it was maybe like one or the other, because then it's like, okay, maybe he's, you know, individual, but like both of them side by side, like... It's fucking weird. And her picture's not on there either, so he's having a meat beating threesome with them without her in it. Like that's also kind of weird. <laughs> oh, it's too man. much. It's fucking weird. But maybe they all look alike to a degree. They may. I mean, yeah. you maybe have family. I mean, maybe he's like, being, yeah, because she's a younger sister at the bottom. Maybe he's beating this meat to the past, the present, the future. Get out of here. <laughs> look, I don't know if this is weird. I don't know if this is weird, Colin, but. Have you ever watched porn? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sorry, y'all. Hawaii. And, they up. Know, they up. 
The windows are the kind that like you roll them up and they kind of they don't really close to where it's like block out sound. It it's still you got the flat so windows. Can, probably. Yeah, so we can hear stuff outside all day long. But I was wondering, is it have you ever had a situation where you saw a porn star or homegrown porn and it's somebody that looks like somebody that you actually knew and it makes it a little bit more appealing? I one time came across a video online of somebody that I actually knew. How, like, did that, were you, did that make you more appealing and more desirable Hell to yeah. watch? Exactly. Hell so it's yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? It's like, not. Nah, I'm like, how can you didn't tell me? <laughs> I would have shot the shit with you. What's up? <laughs> but, but I'm saying, like, there, there's, a, there's a porn star that looks just like yeah. one of my homeboys' exes. And that's a porn star that looked like one of my exes, basically. You know, that's a different effect. It don't have the same effect. But the one that looked like my homeboy's wife at the time, it was just, it. watching her was more appealing. I think it's always more appealing if it looked like somebody that you know. Yeah. And yeah. that's unfortunate. It's just unfortunate. Because yeah. if I'm already watching porn and somebody show up that looked like Red, clearly... Unfortunately, just because I know you, it's gonna be more appealing to watch. <laughs> see, if, if that happened to me, and see if that happened to me, it works. I wouldn't even be my meat. I'd be watching it like, like studying it. Like, this person look like Red. Yeah, What's yeah, Red doing? Like, yeah, me too. You, like, I don't. I wonder if Red would do I that in real life. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the same thing. Same thing. Like, I, it's not something I masturbate to, but I just be like, I just watch and be like, like, hmm. This look, like, this look like such and such. This look like my homeboy wife. This look like such and such. They like start studying the shit and investigating. Yeah. This might be. I don't know now. <laughs> well, I can assure y'all there's no videos of me out anywhere. <laughs> How you know? Unless they were recorded without my permission. Yeah, and then fucking let me know because somebody's going to die. Call the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, you probably yeah, didn't even gonna remember who, where, where you was at. Uh, well, I guess you remember the location. I probably remember from the location who it was. Maybe it just depends. <laughs> hey, you times if it's an Xbox 360 in the background, we'll know. <laughs> Using the Kinect, <laughs> <laughs> recorded you with the Kinect heat signatures, and somebody's gonna die. But yeah, no, I yeah, wouldn't even yeah. go to the police. You wouldn't go to the police. What no. you gonna do? Go to them. You gonna go kill him? We're on a, you know, I'd rather not elaborate. <laughs> Have a stern talking to. A stern talking to. I you. hope you got a good plan, cause otherwise you're gonna get your ass whooped in self defense. I listen. Let me tell you something. I would never go and try to box out a grown ass man. You ain't gotta worry about that. If you confront him wrong, he gonna box you out. He ain't gonna box <laughs> me out because I'm not even gonna go in a in a way where that's gonna happen. Oh, she got okay. she got a whole plan. I do. So it ain't even finna be that. Look, what would I look like going head to head with a fucking man? I'm not doing that shit. He ain't even gonna know what the fuck happened. He just gonna wake up in heaven. Damn. Plausible deniability. That's what you need right now. <laughs> <laughs> you can um you can go to him head to head, and um right when he get ready to box you out, be like, make set it up with his phone go off and be like, you might want to check that. And as soon as he see a picture message of his family strung up, 
<laughs> he gonna think twice about what he finna do next. <laughs> that looks like you your mom, doesn't it? Some elaborate <laughs> shit though. Like if I listen, if I'm gonna do it, I'm a, it's gonna be elaborate. I'm gonna have like backup parameters. Like this is gonna be some high level shit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, you know, I I have no worries that I would get hurt. He should be concerned. I mean. Damn. Yeah, well, there you go. It is what it is. <laughs> all right, hey, yo, we about, I think, what, we, we about out of time? We're about at two yeah. hours, yeah, it's all time. Right. All I'm playing lately is Hitman 3. So It's already out? Yeah, it came out about a week or two ago. That game oh. is so much fun. And you can get all the old Hitman locations imported into the, the new engine. So Damn. it's a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. Me and my brother have been playing it and, like, sharing our little stories of how we tried to complete each level differently and stuff like that. That's a lot and of I'm fun. certain you got the Series X. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't upgraded yet because I can't damn find one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep in touch with me. You know I work there, so keep in touch yeah. with me. Save you 15%. Oh, I need to holler at you about live. But we'll talk about that. You said anyway, say what? About live. Oh, Xbox Live? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want uh, Game Pass too? Yes. Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk, yeah, about, we'll talk about it. About um, I've been still playing Phoenix Rising. Um, and yeah, they good. just released. I, I've been DLC. watching the streamer play it. I've been watching the streamer play it because I don't really I don't want to play it, but I want to yeah. but I want to play it. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I've been watching the streamer play through. That, that game looks like it's a lot of fun. It it's is. been fun to watch. I beat the reg the the regular game. Um, and they just had some DLC that released. I'm a little disappointed in the DLC just because it's not. It's more like puzzle based. I, I thought it was going to be more like how their game was with the fighting and stuff, and it's not. It's more puzzle based. So mm-hmm. I haven't really been playing the DLC as much, but that is mostly what my time has been devoted to. Because I like you get into it. That that game is one of those games where you like, okay, I'm just going to play like the next mission, and then three hours later, you like, fuck. <laughs> That's how I feel with Hitman. I'll be like, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to play Berlin one more time. And next thing I know, I'm in Dubai, and I'm in. See, I'm doing the next one. And I'm like, oh, it's, I didn't, it's I didn't, I didn't finish Hitman Two because I get overwhelmed with all the options. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh man, I get overwhelmed with all the options and all the different ways you can approach it. And I'm kind of like a a, a stealth perfectionist. I'm not a perfectionist in any other game. When it comes to a stealth game, I do not want to be seen. If it's nope. an option to not be seen, so like a uh, Splinter Cell. I yeah. always took the stealth option, and if I got caught, like I love games where you can save at any moment. That's what I be doing I hit, always man. save before yep. I do some dumb shit, and then be like, "Okay, <laughs> that didn't work out. Let me start back and load." You know, so I, I couldn't finish it. But like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I without going that deep into two, I don't think I should buy three because a part of me feel like I'm just not gonna get into three. But again, I've been playing Apex still. The new season of Apex just came out on Tuesday. So they got a new character. They done changed up the map a little bit. New weapon, and you know it's the same. I need to play that. I need to play that with you next time you're on there playing. Yeah, same show, new episode, but it's. I like it. I I love Apex. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Um. What else? Um. uh, My girlfriend liked playing um, zombie show zombie games. So we started uh, Walking Dead. Michonne. Um. The telltale version, you know, the mm-hmm. where you make decisions and shit. So, mm-hmm. um, I've been playing that, but outside of that, what you gonna say, Colin? I was gonna say, what about Dead Island? Uh, that I don't know if that one's on Xbox or not, though. It is, I, I got some friends Island playing is. that one, yeah. But, uh, 
we just now getting into games that uh I think suit her, so we'll probably go back and find some more zombie games to look at. Yeah. Uh, State of Decay was my game for some time. I, I was really fooled with State of Decay 2. Yeah, that was, was that one was fun. Yeah. Um, but what I really been doing is shotgun and anime. So I'm caught up on my hero academia, Hunter Hunter, um, Demon Slayer. And uh, I, I thought about starting One Piece, man, but they got a thousand episodes. So I just, I, I'm not finna get into that quite yet. Um, I started Black Butler, but it's weird. I don't know. It's just about a butler that, I don't know what that's about. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the other one I started in place. Oh, Attack on Titan Red. You need to watch Attack on Titan. I'm going to keep telling you, you need to watch it. I, well, I do you need to watch I do want to watch it. I want to watch it. I would get into it. But you said, last week you said you feel like it's dark enough that I like it. Yeah, it's dark enough that you will like it. I mean, it. The, the reality is humanity is on the brink of extinction because these big ass monsters is eating them up. <laughs> That's all you need to know. But you know, anime got them twists and turns in it. So man, yeah. watch Attack on Titan. That shit is fire. Um, but yeah. I've been watched this show on Hulu called, and I didn't mean to. Like it was one of those. It just popped up like one of the suggestions and I was like, oh, I'll watch the episode. And then I watched the whole fucking season. It's called, I think it's like everybody's okay or everybody's all right. But it's, it's a hilarious, like it, cause my humor is very dry. So like, if you have dry humor, you probably would like it, but it follows the story of these two grown men that were like these, they were on like one of them vampire shows, like vampire diaries. They were like the heartthrobs. And so it, they're no longer popular. Like, obviously, the world has moved on. And it's them trying to, like, figure out what the fuck they're going to do with the whole rest of their life. And they just make all these hilariously bad decisions. <laughs> um, and the season ended on a cliffhanger, so I hope they continue it. But, like, I literally, in one sitting, watched that whole fucking thing. <laughs> because, it, like, I started watching it, and it was so ridiculous. But it's, like, it's relatable. Because I think they're in their 30s. And so it's like that lost feeling that you sometimes have where it's like, I'm, I'm supposed to be doing adult shit. I really don't mm-hmm. want to do adult shit. But the world really expects me to do adult shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I binge watched that. Um, and um, it was it was pretty funny, but I hadn't really been oh, watching. The new show. one I started is called, uh, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? <laughs> that sounds ominous as fuck. <laughs> It's That's basically, an anime? Uh, yeah, the beginning of the the beginning of the anime is I can't I don't I haven't picked up what this world is like. It's it's set up like an RPG. Basically, in this world there are actual dungeons, and if you go into them and fight, when you come back out, you can cash in your you know credits and stuff you found, uh, and your skills level up. Basically, the first episode, this dude got saved by this like super duper high level lady. And he fell in love with her. And so, but he's a weakling. And so clearly, I think that it's going to be about him getting super strong so he can be recognized by her. Um, but that's what it is. And he keep going into the dungeon to get stronger. So I, I imagine clearly he's going to be meeting these crazy strong foes in the dungeon. And But it, 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 I like the first episode, so I think I'm going to start watching it. Since, I mean, I'm not caught up with all the other shit. I don't even know when these next seasons on these shows coming out, man. They don't come out often. Motherfucker, wait three years for a new season. I still got like two episodes on Rick and Morty. The fourth season, I didn't finish it. I think I stopped it. Like, I think I have two more. Yeah. I finish that. But 
But that's that's I mean that's what we got for today, man. Um, y'all got anything else on your mind? No, thank you, Colin. Yeah, no problem. Appreciate you for joining, man. We're gonna have AC blow on at some point. Um, I don't know when. And we'll (laughs) let you know. We'll We'll let you know again. So for the options, AC blow missed out on his opportunity this time, I guess. (laughs) He had a migraine. Hopefully, we'll get y'all together. Yeah. This man, y'all like y'all two being an episode gonna be an epic episode, man. It will be. <laughs> hope so. It's gonna be epic. Uh, I mean, clearly it's always amazing when you here, but like you get leveling it up would be Colin and AC Blow in the same episode. But yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.